Welcome to Sci-Fi Haven. Before I start today's episode review of the Doctor Who review for Blink, the 10th episode of the third season, I want to share something very personal to my heart and soul. Well, many of you know, I officially launched my podcast in October of 2020. At the same time, I had come out to my best friend, Ren, that I had discovered that I am non-binary. At the time when I told my best friend, I had only come out to two people at this time, but I was scared to come out publicly any further, as I was worried for the backlash of coming out as a non-binary individual, just as I was scared when I came out as bisexual 10 years ago. I lost my best friend 10 years ago, who I'd known for seven years at that point, maybe even longer, as I knew him from middle school. As I'm recording this, I haven't done any Star Trek reviews yet, but by the time you listen to this episode in the future, I might have launched my Star Trek review. I initially recorded this episode review on Thursday, the 12th of November, back in 2020. But when I moved my entire podcast network from Podcastics over to Red Circle, I've re-recorded and remastered my entire podcast library, all 20 episodes. So it's been a couple of months since I came out, and honestly, I can say it has been one of the toughest but happiest moments of my life recently, even though some of the more recent episodes have been quite depressing. I've never been happier since I've come out, though. If you want more information, I'm going to ask you, after you're done listening to this episode, please check out the episode, A Coming Out Story, over on our master feed, Sci-Fi Haven Plus, or on our dedicated special episodes feed. Normally, I wouldn't be adding this introduction to my podcast, but it is something very special that I wanted to share, and... I did record it on my initial episode, so I thought I would include it in this one as well. I still want to thank you very much for listening to my story, but now it is time to find out what the big question that Charlie Shipton was asked in blank. Hi. I'm Brandon Fields, the voice of Private Josh Woods on The Haven Chronicles. You're listening to Sci-Fi Haven. Welcome to the Doctor Who Review here on Sci-Fi Haven. Today we are reviewing the 2007 episode, Blink, from the third season. Our second series review, This is the Story of How I Died, is now available if you missed it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our YouTube channel. The episode Blink is Stephen Moffat's fourth writing credit for Doctor Who. After the Series 1 episodes The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances, and the Series 2 episode The Girl in the Fireplace. On the 9th of June 2007, it was following a special type of episode to fill production gaps, which Stephen Moffat coined the term Dr. Light, after seeing the Series 2 episode Love and Monsters, which I had to look to see what that episode was, and it's probably the most skippable episode of the modern series, 
with the exception of the scene with the song Blue Mr. Blue Sky by the Electric Light Orchestra. I think I would have completely forgotten that episode. The reason this episode was such a Dr. Light episode is because the production team over at the BBC filmed the episode Blink, the episodes Human Nature and The Family of Blood, all at the same time. Granted, Human Nature and Family of Blood was a two-parter, but still. When the production team was preparing season three, they had originally planned for only 13 episodes, but they had thrown in the Christmas special, The Runaway Bride, as a last-minute production, without giving the team any additional time for filming. So they had to do 14 episodes in the time that it was booked for 13. And with the success they had in series two, by being able to record an entire episode at the same time, as another was being recorded, it gave them the ability to manage Dr. Light episodes. And because of this, characters like Sally Sparrow are never seen again in future episodes, other than the companion, Martha Jones. Although, when I did my research for this episode, as I do with every Doctor Who review episode, I found out that the actress, Carrie Mulligan, who played Sally Sparrow, was offered the chance to come back as a companion by Stephen Moffat for the fifth season, or series I should say, which was the introduction to Miss Amy Pond and Mr. Rory Williams. You know, this makes me wonder, how different would it have been with Sally as the companion instead of Amy? I consider Blink to be in my top one episodes of all time, followed immediately after my introduction to Doctor Who, which was the 50th anniversary episode The Day of Doctor, which I will be reviewing in a few weeks' time. A quick recap of this episode once again, paraphrased from IMDb. Don't blink. Blink and you're dead. Don't turn your back. Don't look away. And don't blink. Good luck. These cryptic messages were left on the only 17 DVDs that Sally Sparrow owns, which sends her on a journey to assist the Doctor and Martha Jones, who are trapped in 1969, looking forward to the moon landing again. But Sally is left behind in 2007. How strange and unusual is this? Not at all if you're the Doctor. Well, this episode starts in 2007, jumps back in time to 1920, back back to 2007 with a brief uh, scene in 1969, and then at the end of the episode, it ends in 2008. Almost all of it without any assistance from the TARDIS. Most of the time travel of this episode is thanks to the Weeping Angels. As we are watching the first act, we see almost all the Easter eggs on various TV monitors, but when we meet... Larry Nettingale, you can see how confused he is while walking around almost completely nude in his kitchen. When we get to the point of the episode where we meet the grandson of Kathy Nettingale, the actor that reminds me of the actor Harry Lloyd, who played the student Jeremy Baines in the episode Human Nature, which was filmed at the same time, as I previously mentioned. But also, this actor reminded me of the Daniel... Daniel Craig, the James Bond actor, which his first movie, Casino Royale, came out a year earlier than Blink in 2006. Whoa, that was 15 years ago. Is Daniel Craig the longest serving James Bond actor? Hmm, let me know in the comments or in our Facebook group if you know the answer to that. Because I don't, I'll be honest, I'll probably forget to Google it. As I am preparing for this episode of the podcast, I've asked myself, how many times have I watched Blink? I don't have an answer for that question. Honestly, I can't even place a reasonable guess on the number of times I have watched this episode. 
but I have noticed things I've never seen before, including in my most recent rewatch, I noticed a poster in the storefront for Acid Burn. My mind automatically connected to the 1995 movie Hackers, starring Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. Since October, when I initially did this review, I'm sure I will continue to watch uh, Doctor Who. That poster sticks out like a sore thumb, and I'm sure it will in future villains as well. I love when we meet Detective Inspector Billy Shipton with his meta-reference to the TARDIS and how he mentions that the TARDIS doesn't match what the police box looks like. Just as um, the windows are the wrong size, and it is just a dummy, as D.I. Shipton mentions. It is a real-world reference to the fact that the TARDIS over the years has been scaled down and is only based on real police box uh, used throughout the UK. When Sally met Billy in the hospital at the very end of his life, it was such a sad scene, but at least Sally got to say goodbye to him, which unfortunately too many people back in 2020 when I initially recorded this podcast and even now in 2021, too many people are unable to say goodbye to their loved ones due to the coronavirus COVID-19, including when I lost my own mother in June of 2020 due to this awful uh, global pandemic. We're going to take a quick break from the podcast and have a quick word from our sponsor of this episode. This episode of Sci-Fi Haven is sponsored by Mixed Tea Energy. With Mixed Tea Energy, gone are the sugary drinks claiming to help you boost energy, only to leave you drained and crashing hours later. Mixed Tea Energy is the next step in healthy energy. You can visit their website at mixedteaenergy.net and use promo code SFHAVEN10 to save 10% on your order. Let's get back to this week's episode, and I hope you enjoy Mixed Tea Energy and support us and our sponsors today. I am trying to break up this episode into smaller parts. As normally, when I'm doing two-part episodes, I'll break it up between part one and and part two. But now, uh, let's just continue. Uh, So with the transcript scene, it is quite funny to watch over and over. And with Martha mentioning she had to work in a shop, I wonder, was it a reference to Rose Tyler and her loss of her job at the shop back in the first episode of the modern series, which was Rose? I've never owned the DVDs for Doctor Who or the Blu-rays, but I have read online that the entire Easter egg was embedded into the DVDs for this series. If anyone has a copy of the DVDs, I would love it if you could confirm that the Easter eggs are there. Join us in the Communicator Facebook group or use the hashtag Sci-Fi Haven and let us know if the Easter eggs are actually on the DVDs. Was anyone else scared of actual angel statues after watching this episode? My best friend, uh, Ren, to this day is still absolutely scared of angel statues. And w- and they would not even watch this episode with me in as I prepared for this episode, either in the first or second recording. But I don't blame them at all. Like, I don't know if I would watch it if, I, if the shoe was on the other foot. And I was asked to watch The Empty Child, 
or the Doctor Dances, if Ren was the host of Sci-Fi Haven and asked me to join them in reviewing Doctor Who, as I find those episodes to scare me the most, even though I've watched them so many times. Maybe it's the voice of Jamie. Are you my mommy? At the end of the episode, you can see a photograph of a weeping angel. It breaks canon as River Song mentions an image of an angel itself becomes an angel. In the next episode featuring the weeping angels, the fifth season episodes, The Time of the Angels, and Pleasant Stone. But those episodes are two years away, and I'm sure that the production team had no idea what was going to become part of the Doctor Who canon. Just like the Borg in Star Trek were initially supposed to be an insect race, and they evolved over so many episodes. Like if you watch Q-Who from Next Generation, and then you fast forward to any episode of Star Trek Picard, the Borg are completely different in both episodes. You know, let's leave my Star Trek review for my Star Trek podcast that's coming soon. Um, but for now, let's just close up this episode, uh, because this is going to be probably be the, one of the longest episodes we record for our Doctor Who review, with the exception of live reaction episodes. I guess you can say it is because of how much I love this episode. Um, but we also had our breaking news segment at the start, so it's tough to say. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm pushing 15 minutes on this episode. Well, you can find us. Over on social media, we are most active over on Twitter under the username sci-fi underscore haven and under the, using the hashtag sci-fi haven. You can also find us on Facebook under the username sci-fi haven and we do have our podcast available on YouTube as well. Links to each of our social media platforms is included in our show notes and on our website sci-fihaven.ca. At this time, if you wish to jo- join the conversation, you can join our Facebook group, The Communicator. We do post links to each of our shows in our Facebook group and on Twitter. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day.